It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Joko Community Radio. Listen live at TuneIn.com. Good morning. It is positivity toolbox time. Oh, my light seems to be really bright. Let's move that. Okay. Hi. How's everybody doing today? <laughs> I've got a backlight today. Today, I love it. So we are going to be talking about relationships. I am starting my relationship series. I am super excited. Hello, Carrie. Oh, so good to see you here. I'm so glad we've got you tuned in today. We're going to be talking about my, my relationship series is uh hold on one second okay yes um <laughs> my relationship series is going to be about all of the different kinds of relationships that we can have as well as the our, our healthy and unhealthy relationships so this can be between friends this can be between spouses this can be between our children all of them are going to be uh definitely sorry i keep getting i'm having some some difficult difficulties here let me figure this out let's let's take this light out maybe it's an issue okay all right so uh but anyway we're gonna have many different discussions about this and i'm gonna start having some special guests on here that are going to be talking also about their relationship their relationship goals maybe some things that have been going on in their relationships and i'm super excited about these special guests that i'm going to be having on the show so i hope you continue to stay tuned for this relationship series that's going to take place all right so let's get started let's jump right in today i want to talk about of course the unhealthy and the healthy relationships so the healthy relationships where you're able to number one i've always felt as if communication is always huge with every relationship right with your kids with your spouse with your friends if you don't have any communication or healthy there's going to be that lack of communication which is going to absolutely and definitely kind of cause some some issues we like to communicate we like to talk now i know you might be Thinking some of you out there, I don't like to talk. I like to be quiet. I'm an introvert. I understand that. However, you still need to communicate. Communication is huge. It makes it makes it to where you're the people around you can get to know you, can understand you, can have a better perspective of the, your passion of things in your life as well as your needs, your wants. We all have needs and wants and they need to be addressed, right? They need to be taken care of. So communication is what gets us there in order to express that to those around us. 
So again, my biggest thing in relationships is communication. If you're not communicating, there are issues, right? I mean, chime in if you have any say in any of this. I love this stuff. This is going to be good stuff. Respect. The next one is respect. What is respect? I, I had to, I really wanted to dig into respect and figure out what actual respect is. Respect your perception, okay? It's your perception of how you feel you should be treated, okay? Your perception. Now, there are perceptions that are distorted because of past experiences, because of past relationships. Sometimes that perception can change and shift what you feel respect is. Sometimes we put up with things in our life and in our relationships that are around us that aren't necessarily really respect in a sense. However, it's what we're willing to put up with and what we're willing to allow. And I say allow because that's huge. Let's kind of dig into that. Just So in our life, we allow or we do not allow things to take place. I know you're understanding this because I have been through this, okay? I have allowed unhealthy relationships in my life many times. I am positive, bubbly, outgoing. <laughs> I love life. I love other people. And so therefore, that has always been something that has had not helped my not not helped me have really have, have healthy blah, 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 have healthy relationships in my life so what i had to learn is what what am i willing to allow and what am i willing not to allow okay i do have bunny ears okay now i see what she's saying let's put that down we may need a new background <laughs> okay all right that's hilarious i'm sure you guys are just sitting there laughing well, I finally am understanding and seeing was get what was messaged to me just a little bit ago about me having bunny ears. Um, now, no more bunny ears. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, basically, we allow we allow others to treat us a certain way, right? We allow people to say, um, you know, we we allow them to disrespect us. We allow them to take away that happy that we were feeling when we were at them. I like to call them vampires because they kind of suck the life out of you and they suck the happiness out of you. And I necessarily love being around vampires because I have this life coaching. I have this need to help others. So <laughs> therefore I love them to, I allow them to suck that love out of me right we allow our kids to do this daily right we should not allow it any further we deserve to be happy we deserve to be respected we deserve to have healthy relationships in our lives we are the ones that can cause a, this shift in our lives to not necessarily really help us we allow this to hurt us okay so when I'm saying I learned how to not allow this to happen or take place anymore, I really allowed this not to take place anymore. And how I shifted this is I told myself and I was aware of it. I was aware of these vampires coming into my life and taking my happy. Okay. Now they can't take it from you. 
let's really get let, let's dig into this because this is what really broke the camel on my back and i know i probably said that wrong i'm terrible at those i'm terrible um so what really helped me and under helped me to understand where i was going wrong because it's not others it wasn't their fault it was my fault 100 percent first of all i wasn't i was aware of it but i didn't know how to change it i didn't know how to shift that i didn't know how to not allow that to occur anymore so when i figured it out it was just, it was so simple it's so simple and so easy okay are you guys ready for this we just don't allow it anymore we don't let anyone have control over our emotions we do not allow anyone to have control over taking our happy or taking our respect we don't allow them to take it anymore they don't have the control that we do we have the control to control our happy to control our thoughts to control our emotions we have that and a lot of times we allow others to take from us so let's dig a little bit more deeper into why we allow this to happen and why we don't feel we have the control over others taking that away from us okay let's figure this out so let's get more into what a healthy relationship looks like and then we'll get back to that okay we're going to circle back so trusting we have to trust now when i say healthy relationship with others number one in order to have healthy relationships with others you have to have a healthy relationship with yourself so you have to be able to communicate with yourself and it's okay to talk to yourself i do it all the time okay you're not crazy it's okay it really is <laughs> i promise sometimes that's when we get our bit our best thoughts and our best understanding and our best awareness out when we communicate with ourselves what i know right that's huge we think we're crazy but we're not okay we're not so to have a healthy relationship with others you have to have a healthy relationship with yourself so again you have to communicate with yourself you have to respect yourself right you have to respect yourself you have to trust yourself oh okay let's dig into this i had the hardest time trusting myself i know carrie carrie you've known me the longest i think out of a lot of people other than people from california with me um I had a hard time trusting myself. She probably knows this. I felt the need to ask others what I should feel and how, what I should do next. What should I do? How should I feel? What should I be thinking right now? She probably knows this because I've probably asked her these questions. We probably asked each other these questions to be honest. But again, like we have to trust our own inner being our own self our own person our own thoughts our own respect for ourselves our own love for ourselves right you have to trust yourself to trust others too trusting is sometimes a very hard conversation to have with a lot of people because what's the first thing that happens in life when we start growing up and we start maturing and we start having relationships, those relationships break our trust. That's the first thing a lot of times that goes in a relationship is trust. So now we struggle with trusting ourselves and others. I know I've been there. I have been there. 
it is that is the biggest challenge I feel is to trust our own intuition, to trust our thoughts, our feelings, our emotions. Are they real? Am I really just like thinking it because of this? What's really going on? You know, we don't trust our actual true identity and our true self. And that's sad, you guys. We've got to bring that back. We've got to trust ourselves and trust those around us. It's hard. But the more we put our trust in them, especially our kids, okay? Our kids are growing up. Look, I just had an 18 year old. Well, he's about to be 18. My oldest is about to be 18. And he just graduated high school. And I got to be there, of course. And I got to see my son, my firstborn, <laughs> graduate. I have to trust that he's going to go out into the world and be his best self, live his best life. I have to trust that I put and instilled some good positive things into his life that he's going to take with him and that he's going to remember and that's going to help him get through life, get through this crazy, crazy life, right? It's crazy. We see crazy things every day. We experience crazy things every day. But in order to live our best life, we have to give up. Not give up. I shouldn't have said give up. Sorry, that's wrong choice of words. Jeez, Diana, what? Not give up, but give, let go is what I meant. Sorry, I apologize. Let, see, I'm not, I'm not perfect either, okay? We're not perfect. But you've got to be able to let go. Let go of your kids when they start getting older. <laughs> Thanks. I know, I'm crazy sometimes. You've got to be able to let go. And, and let them go and let them live their own lives and let them make their own mistakes and let them learn from their mistakes and trust that they are going to learn from their mistakes. And it may not happen right away. It may take a little bit, but just allow them to be able to experience life. Okay. This is why I wanted to have this on relationship, this series, because there is a lot of graduate, like a lot of graduates are out and about now they're out, they're taking over guys. They're going to live this next generation and we're going to get to see quite a bit of that so letting go of our kids but not letting go fully right we're going to keep them in our lives don't let them go completely please like that's terrible but let them live their life let them experience let them enjoy and just be there for them be that, shoulder, be that ear and and know that they will come to you they will come and talk to you i did not have the best of relationships with parents growing up right off the bat. Like it was a lot of my childhood. I, I don't even remember some of it. I've blocked a lot of that out and that's okay now because I I've done healing on that and we'll have a series about healing your inner self and your inner child too one day. And it's going to be great. I cannot wait. However, what I really want to talk about right now is, you know, that relationship I had with my parents was the communication Again, the respect, the trust, not all of that was there with me growing up as a parent. But now I talk to my mom and my dad almost daily. I talk to them frequently. They are my my dad too right now. Like I have had, when I went to visit him in California, we had like the best experience of growth and healing in our relationship. And I'm in my, I'm about to be 40 y'all. Oh my gosh, we'll get into that later. I'm about to be 40. And so I just experienced that with my dad. It took a while. 
And I've always loved my dad and I've always wanted his love and I've always respected him. And that healing though, that that took, that took place, it was huge and big and it was great and it was amazing. And I thank him for giving me that opportunity. And I thank myself for being open for that. So again, we've got to be aware, right? We have to be aware. We have to see these things. So healing takes place in all ages. So I don't, however old you are, however old your kids are, just know that that healing can take place. It does not matter. The timeline is, it's, it's, it's irrelevant. irrelevant. Oh, here I go again. It's irrelevant. The timeline is irrelevant. If we force it, push it, we're not going to have it. When we just allow it, when we just allow it, that's when it takes place. Okay. So here we go. Let's get a little bit, let's dig a little bit deeper. Okay. So now we've got honest, right? We need to trust, but we need to be honest. We need to be honest with ourselves. We need to be honest with our family members. And that's what took place with my dad and I. We had that honest first in, in forever. We had this honesty that came out. It was open. It was so beautiful. It was amazing. It was gorgeous. And it was healing. But we were honest with each other. We finally had that trust and that honest moment with one another that allowed that healing, that, that allowed our relationship to grow, regardless of the age, regardless of the timeline. It's huge, right? All right, next, being equal. Being equal. My dad and I and my mom and I, we are, I'm, I'm a part of them. I came from parts of them. I know this sounds really funny. You can really laugh at that. That's hilarious. <laughs> but it's true. It's true, right? They, they're my family. And, and we are equal in many ways. I see my mom in me a lot. I see my dad in me a lot. Do I have to be necessarily 100% them? Do I have to live 100% necessarily their life that they live? No, I don't. I've already started to kind of do that because that's what life sometimes can do. It can take you on that same path but we can shift that at any time. I have shifted that. I, I'm me. I'm not my mom. I'm not my dad. I have pieces of them. I am equal with them. I have an energy that collides with them, but I'm not them. I'm my own identity. I'm my, I'm my own self. I'm my own inner being and my own being completely, right? Which is huge and it's great. And that's what gets through the day. It's not well, I mean, I could think about the past and think about what my mom used to do and think that I'm parenting my kids just like my mom or my dad, but I'm not. I'm being my own individual parent and I'm being my own individual self. And that's who I want and choose to be because that's what I allow, right? And at first, I did not know a lot of these things. I have grown into this wisdom. I have been awakened to understand life because not not necessarily because of all of the experiences that I've experienced, but because of who I've become as a person, as a, as, as a, as a being, as this person in this life that chooses to be more open-minded and chooses to understand the world in a different way than the person that I started out as, if that makes sense. I hope that makes sense. All right. So the next one, enjoying personal time. Okay. Enjoying personal time. You have to be able to be alone. You have to be able to be you 
and 100% you in your own time. So I feel like there are some relationships where you feel like you are suffocating or you're suffocating others. If you're suffocating and you're suffocating others and you're not allowing you to have you time, those relationships cannot grow in a healthy manner. Okay. Cause you've got to be you. You have got to be you. I cannot make that more clear. Do you understand what I'm saying here? What I'm saying is have that time to yourself. Go watch a movie by yourself. Go to dinner by yourself. Go to lunch by yourself. Go do something that you really thoroughly enjoy by yourself. Go take a walk around the park by yourself. Go enjoy you time. If just sitting and journaling about day, about your emotions, about some of those feelings that maybe you just haven't really been able to grasp or understand because you've been surrounding yourself with people 24 seven. That's when we have a hard time knowing and getting to know who we really are, right? I did this. I suffocated people. I suffocated myself around people. I had a, I had such a struggle of being by myself. And, and I can do that now. I can do that. And it feels great. It feels great to get to know the real Diana, to get to know my ins, my outs, all of who I want to become, all of my goals, my, um, my ambitions, my dream, because no matter what age you are, you still can follow that. You still can make that happen. Right. So, all right, next. And I can't really see the clock, so I'm not really sure where we're at. Uh, but okay, what, what we're going to go with next. Um, all right, so making mutual choices making so this isn't a marriage or a, more like a marriage i would say for this okay making mutual choices making choices together you need to understand that it's good to make choices for yourself but when you're married and you have a spouse you need to be able to communicate and have those mutual choices that work together that collide a lot of people call this compromising now, if you understand, if you see where, how long and far that is down the list, I did have a little uh, debate, I would call it, on a Facebook with what that means, what compromise means. It's okay to compromise. It's okay to have mutual choices. You want to be able to come to an understanding and agreement with other. It doesn't. It can't just be selfish all the time. It can't be well. It's just how I want it. How what what this is. You need to compromise and make it to where what I want is happening not what you want in the relationship that cannot continue. It can only happen so many times until it becomes resentment until there becomes hard feelings. And just you, that resentment boils up, especially if you're not having communication, good communication. Now that resentment is turning into hate that that resentment is turning into, I don't want to be around you. You disgust me. I need to be in another room. I can't listen to you anymore. All of those negative talk that happens because that good communication, that healthy communication and that mutual agreement between two people, just between one side and not the other, it has to come together, right? It has to be mutual. And, and again, what I mean by that, because compromising, compromising is when one person in the relationship just decides to not necessarily give up, but say, you know what? I see your point on that. I, I see 
that this is very some this is something that you're strongly strongly feeling and we might need to just go ahead and see how this turns out let's see how this works if it doesn't work maybe then we can go my route right because there's there's sometimes not always just one road to take sometimes there's a different road to take and sometimes we don't always want to be open or see that and be open-minded to that with our spouse because maybe we strongly feel that that's not the way to go and that's okay it's it's okay to have those those forks in the road but at the same time we're still going to have to come sometimes to that agreement and we're going to have to see hey you know what my spouse really feels really strongly about this we've been really discussing this for quite a while now maybe i just need to be more open-minded to this and allow this to happen and see where it takes us see where it goes if we fall we're going to fall together but we're going to press up we're going to come back together and maybe we'll try my way if it doesn't work her way or his way i'm just saying sometimes that is the road to take we cannot always be on one road you got to be able to allow those open-minded conversations and mutual agreements to occur okay next one is economic financial partnership like you have to be financially on the same page and this again is with the spouse okay you have to be financially on the same page you guys have to agree on your finances now my husband and i i know we kind of we struggle with this sometimes we can both be spenders and we can both be fine both be savers at the same time and and it has been a struggle because we're so back and forth with it so i mean really just sitting down and having a balance sheet or having a financial advisor if you, both of you cannot really come to terms on what your finances look like and how they need to look and where this needs to be and what the allowance needs to be have a financial advisor have somebody that helps both of you with that have that mediator in your finances and that's not a bad thing because sometimes that's what's needed i feel like my husband and i need that to be honest <laughs> a lot of times especially here lately um however again that is that's huge okay finances is huge but as you can see that was last on the list of a healthy healthy relationship why is that you think because finances they can hurt okay they can hurt and break a marriage but if you're not communicating if you're not respecting one another in your finances if you're not trusting one another in your finances if you're not being honest about your finances and what I, what your finances are being spent on if you're not being equal in your finances right if you're not enjoying your personal time with your finances if you're not making mutual choices with your finances lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. That's why it's last on the list, guys. Does that make sense? There is a chain here. There is a list of ways we can really get our communication. Oh, we are about to break. We'll be back and we'll talk more about this when we come back. I'll see you soon. If you are trying to quit drinking or doing too many drugs, listen to me. You don't know me and we'll never meet. I had a problem like you once. I drank and used to party a little too much till it got out of control and almost ruined my life. I realized I needed help to fix my problem before it totally destroyed me. If you've tried to fix your drinking and drug problem and you know you can't do it alone, you need to call the National Treatment Advisors. They'll immerse you into a 30-day program to replace your old habits with new habits and totally change your life. And if you have PPO, private health insurance, the entire program may be covered. Fix your problem right now before it gets any worse. Get clean. Call now and learn more. 877-247-1581. Fast Track Student Loans can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop collection calls, and stop seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and get your student loan payments down to as little as $25 a month based on what you can afford to pay. 800-709-4395. Out of deck carpet giving you the blues? Tired of your old dingy and broken tile? Let my friends at the floor store in Cleburne, Texas give your home the makeover it deserves. This is old Taco Joe coming to you for the floor store. Whether it's carpet, tile, wood flooring, or real wood laminate, the floor store can cover all of your flooring needs. Located at 405 West Henderson Street in Cleburne, Texas, owner Brent Harris can help. Shower tile, tub surrounds, even backsplashes. Give them a call today at 817-641-9444. The floor store, they got you covered. You're listening to Joko Community Radio. All right, all right. Welcome back, guys, for staying tuned. Joko Community Radio is proud to be the voice of Johnson County, Texas, and is live 365 on the TuneIn Radio Network. To listen or watch, simply go to tuneinjoko.com to choose where and how. The Joko Community Radio app is now available for free on Android or and Apple devices. Simply search your store. Check out our lineup and more on jokocommunityradio.com. This episode and more brought to you by Patriot Claims, making your insurance work for you. Reach out to your Texas sales rep, Nona Reed, at 844-839-4245. 
All right, we are back for our second half our of relationship advice, you know, relationships just in general. So let's talk about some unhealthy. All right, let's talk about what's unhealthy in a relationship. And I think we kind of cover quite a bit of this. So I'm just going to go through this really quickly because I'd like to go into the next part of it, which is going to be abusive. Uh, I have experienced this and we'll go into that too. So unhealthy with partner if not communicating, disrespectful, not trusting, dishonest, trying to trying to take control, only spending time together, pressured into activities and unequal economically. Now, let's see. I know where is my beautiful face? I don't know. It'll be back in a minute, I'm sure. <laughs> um, so not communicating, of course, we've already touched base on that, right? You've got to be able to communicate with your with your with people in your life in, in general, with your friends, with your family members, uh, with your kids. You've got to be able to have some communication. Disrespect. Disrespect again is goes back to when what makes you feel disrespected. Communicate with that with those people that have maybe disrespected you. Communicate with them. Let them know, hey, I felt really disrespected when this and that occurred, right? How hard is that? We find that really hard to do because a lot of times we just want to bottle that in. We want to pick our battles. We don't know what battles sometimes to pick. But I will tell you, one of them to pick is being disrespected. Make sure that you are being respected in all your relationships, okay? Not trusting. We've got to trust one another, right? We've already touched enough on that. Dishonesty, of course, be honest. We tell our kids to be honest. And if we tell our kids to be honest, we have to be honest too, right? Let's be honest with each other. Here I am. Hi guys. <laughs> All right. So we got to be honest with each other. It's sometimes honesty. We feel like we're going to hurt somebody or we're going to lose someone. You're going to lose someone faster and quicker. If you're not honest with them. I've learned this from experience guys. Trust me. I know you've probably experienced already too. So you already know the right thing to do is to just be honest. Okay. Let's, let's keep that going. Uh, when they're trying to take control, now this is and can lead up into abuse, okay? You have control over your emotions, over you. You are in control. Do not allow anyone to take control over you, over your emotions, over your feelings over your thoughts. And let me say why thoughts. Because first of all, disrespect can come in lots of different forms. One of those forms is to negative talk. A lot of our negative talk comes from those in our life, either past, present, or, or right now. Okay. Even your kids can be disrespectful and put that negative thought in your, in your mind that you're a bad parent, that you didn't know how to parent. Guess what? Nobody knows how to parent. <laughs> We come into this life and we grow up with our parents and then we have to learn how to be a parent because it's not taught to us. Our parents and the parents before those parents and the parents before those parents, I don't think no one's perfect. Okay. Let's go into that. No one's perfect. So parenting 
is never been a profession that anyone has perfected. Let's put it that way. And there's this amazing, amazing book. It's called, um, gosh, okay, let me see if I can get this correct. I always say it wrong. Oh, like, so the growing up with emotional, uh, sorry, growing up with immature parents. I believe that's how it goes. And I'll put it in the comments and I'll, I'll start putting it um, on here too so that you guys can see it. But this book is so amazing. It teaches you and it has it's eye opening on how we have grown up with immature parents. We all have. We all have an nerdy about ourselves. We, we, the, the growth and the wisdom happens when we make mistakes. The growth and the wisdom and the learning happens throughout our life. There's no set age when we decide to just become the most wisest person in the world and know everything. Are we going to? Probably not. I still grow and learn things daily in my relationships, in my, with my spouse, with my children. And that's okay as long as we're learning it together, right? And we're understanding it and we're, we're learning from those mistakes. And we're teaching our kids that we've learned from that mistake, right? I mean, that's huge. What more could we ask for in this life is to learn. If we're not learning, we're not living. Remember, we're not learning. We're not living. So again, control. Our kids should not have control over us. Our spouse should not have control over us. We have control over us. We have control over our thoughts. We have control over our emotions. When we allow somebody else to have that control, we need to take that control back 100%. Be aware. Be aware that it's happening so that you can change it, so that you can take your control back. I'm telling you, when I took my control back and I learned that no one can control my emotions, no one can control my thoughts unless I let them. And I refuse to let them. Because I've been abused. I've been in an abusive relationship. And it was not pretty. And it was not fun. And it took my identity. And it took who I was away from me. I didn't know who I was. I had to re-adjust, re-learn, re-establish uh, who Diana was. Who is Diana? Who does Diana want to be? I had to think about all those thoughts again after I separated myself from the abuse. And that was huge. That was huge. And, and I continued at times to go back to abusive relationships, whether it was a significant other, whether it was a friend. I had to learn and I had to grow from those mistakes and learn that I have control. And I took my control back and I do not allow those things to take place any further. I stand up for myself. I stand up for my thoughts. I stand up for my emotions and my feelings because I'm allowed to have them and I am allowed to express them. Now, expressing them healthy and expressing them unhealthy, that will be in our next segment, but knowing about it is definitely half the battle. Now we need to learn how to allow them to be either healthy or unhealthy in how we express those feelings, okay? We'll get there soon. All right. Now let's go into the abusive part of this because I feel like I've already kind of stepped into it. Now, abusive behavior in a, in a relationship 
these are a lot of the characteristics of this and there's a lot more too. There's also narcissistic behavior and narcissism you can experience in a relationship. And we'll get into that too. So first of all, let's talk about abuse and abusive relationships. That is the most unhealthy relationship. It's the most unhealthy. Communicating in a mutual, or sorry, communicating in a hurtful or threatening way. Okay. In a hurting, hurtful, hurtful. They're coming at you with hurtful, negative thoughts, negative um, emotions. And, and sometimes this can be considered gaslighting, right? Because they've got you thinking these things are true about yourself. Okay. And a threatening way, a threatening way can come out in many different forms. Threatening as in, I'm going to leave you if you can't act right. I'm going to throw something at you, or I'm going to beat you, or a lot. There's so many threatening words. I'm going to kill you. That's the worst one. Okay. That should never be said from somebody that loves you. And, and, and look at it this way. You may truly, really, really love this person and you may want, you may see their good side. Okay. They have this great side that comes out, right? Where they're sweet and they're nice to you and they're showing you the love that you think that they, they, they really should be showing you all the time, but it only happens every once in a while. It's a roller coaster up and down. Okay. I've been there. So one minute they're really sweet and nice to you and they're showing you this love that you feel that you should have. And the next minute, they're tearing you down and threatening you and hurting you with their emotion, with their emotional abuse. Okay. Emotional abuse is a thing. Okay. It's not suck it up, buttercup. You can get over this. It does, it shouldn't happen. And it's not you, it's the person that's doing it. They're the ones that need to seek the help. They're the ones that need. Let me take the bunny ears away. They're the ones that need to have someone, a counselor, therapist. They need to be seen by someone to understand why they have such an abusive uh, structure of themselves that they present to the other person frequently. Maybe not even as frequent. Maybe it's just here and there. Maybe it's hit or miss. Maybe again, it's that roller coaster. It comes and goes like waves in the ocean. You sometimes feel the the good and happiness that they have and the real love. They, they, they really love you, but it's not a healthy love because they don't know how to love. They didn't experience a good, healthy love maybe, or there's lots of different things that could have happened. Trauma, abuse, PTSD, there are so many different things that could be occurring with themselves that they need to seek help. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Before they can have a healthy relationship. And you have to seek help, too. Because... 
let me tell you, when I had that abusive relationship, I had a lot of things going on within myself that I felt that I was deserving of that. I, I should, I should take it because I deserve it. I, I need this because I deserve it. I, I obviously, I really did something wrong. I don't know what it was because again, I was gaslighted. So I think I'm going crazy because I didn't feel like I did anything wrong, but he feels like I did something wrong. And therefore I must've done something wrong. And it's my fault. Everything is my fault. No, no. If you are telling yourself that there is something wrong, that is abuse, that is emotional abuse. And it is not right. And it is not healthy. And you should not be feeling those feelings. And you should not be telling yourself you deserve that either. Know your worth. Know your worth. When I learned my worth, when I learned my worth, that's when I stepped out. That's when I started to become this Diana that I am on this radio show in front of you right now. Because I went through it. One hand, like, like 100%. It was a roller coaster 24-7. So abuse is there. And, and it happens in relationships and it should not. So let's see the signs. Let's recognize those signs and let's make sure we're doing the right steps and take the right course of action to step away from that and not allow it to occur in our lives anymore because we are worthy of love. We are worthy of the healthy love that I brought to our attention at the beginning of the show. Okay. All right. Next mistreating, mistreating somebody is, well, 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 how would you express that? How would you explain mistreating, being mistreated? I feel that being mistreated is being told that you're doing something or that you're always wrong, that you're never right, that you're always at fault, that it's, you, you, that's what you get for, for thinking that way. That's what you get for, um, for doing that. You shouldn't have done that. Why would you do that? Always those kinds of attacking words are very unhealthy and it can set with you and it can tear you down and it's being mistreated, being pushed around, being pushed into furniture. Okay. Now we're talking about the real abuse. They're, they're all abuse though. Don't get me wrong. Emotional abuse though, lead up to the real abuse the bigger abuse. It gets worse. It does not get better. I don't know how many times I told myself, okay, it's going to get okay. It's going to be better. It's going to get better. We go to church. We go, we go to, uh, we, we go to all of these things within the church. We go to Bible study. I, he's going to hear it. He's going to understand it. One day we're going to feel like we can be together and, and it's going to be happy and we're going to be okay. No, I told myself these things so many times and every time that would be great during church, after church, the next day, maybe the next day after that. And then the day after that, that's when it became abusive. That's when I wasn't doing things right. I wasn't doing something that he wanted me to do because it was all about him. It wasn't about me. And that's how abusive people are. It's not about you. It's about them. You have to withhold and uphold what they want and what's right in their mind. Your mind and what your feelings are don't matter. And that's unhealthy, right? Because that is not 
a healthy communication. That is not a healthy trust. That is not a healthy anything. Not to mention, remember, having your alone time, an abusive person isolates you. I was very much isolated. He didn't want to be around my family. He didn't want to be around anybody uh, other than us. Sometimes we got to go out and have fun with friends and we got to do things around friends. And that's when he was hiding behind, we, we were hiding what was really going on behind closed doors. But it was very rare that we got to do that. We got to experience that. I had to be on my best behavior. If I was not, when we got home, I got a lashing and I was mistreated 100%. So if you're going through those things, you know, and it was only church people. You could only go and hang out with church people. It could not be anybody outside of church. Although we did have like one couple, I guess, that was outside of church. And that was kind of an awkward, weird relationship. But I think it was because I opened that relationship up and she did try to go to church. She was trying to be in my mom's group. But anyway, that's my story. But again, my story is the reason why I wanted to start this relationship series. Because I do see a lot of sometimes unhealthy relationships around me. And I don't, I don't necessarily like seeing that. I want to see the best in everyone. And I want to see that we can all grow and live healthy relationships. And so this is the start of this series, right? And it's the start of understanding what a healthy and what an unhealthy relationship looks like. Okay. Let's go to the next one. All right. So accusing the other of cheating when it's not happening. This is a huge one. Those that are abusive, they really put these things in their head. I have seen it. I was, I lived it. They really feel that you're cheating on them or that you're doing something outside of the marriage, even though they know where you are 24 seven. It is absolutely ridiculous. They are putting this in their head for some reason or another. And again, a lot of abuse and the person that is doing the abuse needs to seek help, needs to get out there and understand that what they are doing, they cannot understand it when the one that is being abused is allowing it and is, is not seeking the help for themselves and is not communicating with their spouse. I know for me, I think that one of the biggest things that went wrong with my, with my abusive relationship was um, that I allowed it. I never stood up for myself because I felt I deserved it. And again, that's why I needed to seek help too. So both people involved in this abusive relationship need to seek help. You need to seek outside help. Counselor, therapy, that's going to be huge because you don't deserve it. You shouldn't feel you deserve it. And you should be able to understand that if your spouse or your person that you're talking with or being with in, in a relationship is not treating you correctly, is not showing you real unconditional love. And unconditional love, let me tell you, unconditional love not treat anybody like this. We don't treat somebody that we love unconditionally like this, okay? So if going that's occurring, that is unhealthy. They should not be accusing you of cheating. Now, if you are cheating, you need to have that trust and that communication with your spouse, and you need to be honest. It's so much better, trust me. And if you are, there might be some reasons why that's happening. And it's never good. A lot of it's selfish. It's being selfish. And, and 
it's okay to be selfish to an extent, but it's not good to be selfish to where we're taking it or we're mistreating somebody and cheating on the other person, unless you have a common um, understanding of an open relationship, maybe, or an open marriage, or maybe a, uh, um, you know, a, a marriage where you're able to, to seek or be around other people in that sense. I'm trying to remember the word that it's called flow. I can't think of that for some reason. If you have that open relationship, open marriage, then that's okay. As long as you guys have that trust, you have that communication. There's boundaries that you guys have set between each other to keep your marriage healthy. Then that's, that's up to you. That's your life can live it however you choose fit. But again, there, there needs to be that trust there and communication, right? In order for you to have that cheating on one another means that it's not, you're not being on each other. You're doing it behind each other's back and you're not communicating with it, with each other about and having a mutual understanding that maybe both are allowed to do. It can't be one or the other either. It has to be both. One can be outside of the other can be outside of the marriage too. Okay. You guys have to have that mutual agreement and boundaries. If you're going to have that kind of open marriage. Um, now denying their, their uh, actions are abusive. Okay. Denying somebody of their actions is abusive. I wrote that wrong, <laughs> but denying somebody anything, you know, not allowing somebody to be their self, be their individual self, live their life too. It's your we have our own individuality and we need to be able to have that and express it. If one likes to dance, they should be able to go dance. If one likes to, I don't know, um, if one likes to go skiing and the other really just does not, you need to be able to allow that one to go skiing or try to enjoy that with them, right? We need to either do them together or be able to do them separate and still have that trust an amazing, healthy relationship with one another, right? I mean, that's that's huge. That's huge. So, um, controlling, of course, we've already established that controlling is not healthy. If someone is trying to change you or trying to control you, it's not unconditional love. By no means, unconditional love is allowing that person to be their own and be have their own identity allowing them to have their own individual self, allowing them to, and loving them for it. Love that person for who they are. Because you grow, we change, we change daily. My husband and I change daily. Our interests change, our hobbies change, but we can either enjoy them together or we can enjoy them separate. I don't have to be with him 24 seven. He doesn't have to be with me 24 seven, that's okay. But we do need to have our time together. Like yesterday, we had our date night, our date day. I called it date day. We had a whole date day. We've busy in the summer. I've been busy. We've had separate things that we've been doing. That's okay. But now we need to have a date day so that we have time just to each other, just to experience with each other. And that's important. So controlling somebody and controlling what happens, what they do throughout their day, what they can and can't do, if they can and can't have a call. I had that. I understand if you can't, can't have access to the bank account, that's huge, right? That goes back to healthy. 
healthy is when you are together on the finances, you have an agreement, right? So control is not good, not at all. We don't want that. Isolating their partner from others. We already talked about that too. We don't want that. Isolating your partner is never good, it's never healthy. You've got to be able to be around other people. Your spouse has got to be around other people. Now, I will say this. An unhealthy relationship also looks as if you So I learned this the hard way. When you have your girlfriends or you have your guy friends, try not to just talk negatively about your spouse. You have to talk to your, to your friends and, your, and the people around you. You have to say positive things about your spouse. I understand fights happen. We all get that. We get into these little spits. Oh my gosh, I can't believe my husband said da 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 da. I can't believe my wife did blah 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 without even talking to me about it. Oh my gosh. Or she can't clean the house or she can't wash the dishes. I mean, what what's going on here? Those are negative things that you're talking to your friends. And the more that they hear that's negative, the more they're going to be you need to just leave that person. That person's not healthy you. All you're talking to me about is negative things. So all I'm hearing is that your relationship is not healthy. Have you been there? Have you done that? You've got to have conversations with your friends and, and you've got to have positive things to say. More positive than negative. Because our friends sometimes can have a big impact on what we do in our life or what we say in our life. We could go to our spouse another and say, you know what? My friends feel, and I feel we are just not healthy. We need to go to counseling. We need to do blah, blah, blah. We need to do something about our marriage. It's not healthy. Or I'm just leaving you. I don't need you anymore in my life. Because of what our friends have been hearing, all we've been telling them is the negative. So they know positive. So now we're only thinking this. All right, guys. That's all I have for you guys today. Remember, come back. For next Monday on the 9 a.m. working out all the way to the top. All right. Love you guys. Have a good From Burleson to Venus and Grandview to Godley, this is the voice of Johnson County, Joko Community Radio.